When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, guys. You're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another video on Narcon, where we discuss all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, particularly in the intimate relationship where it plays out to its fullest and it's easier to analyze, but also applicable to any other familial or friendship you may have with a narcissistic person. So today what I'd like to do is, you know, on this channel, we we go into the various aspects of the type of cons and the type of games that a person with narcissistic personality disorder will run on us. And today I'd like to deal with how at the the end of a relationship with a narcissist, we can often feel like there is no beginning or end between ourselves and the narcissist in that our identity and our boundaries have all but been obliterated. And I just want to say to you that If you're struggling with survival, if you're struggling with rumination, please be gentle with yourself because having been through the amount of manipulations that a narcissist will run on you, it's, it's, it's a strength to be still standing. It's a strength to be trying to discover what you went through and healing. And no matter how desperate you feel or that you will never recover, just to be in this place, just to be on YouTube researching means you're very strong and you're also lucky. So on that vein, I will run into asking you, please make this information widespread to everyone so that we can save more people and we can use the power of social media that narcissists use to do evil basically, and to to destruct humanity. Please use it to give us a chance to to destroy what they're trying to do, to overcome and to give people the knowledge that they need to understand what they're dealing with. And as you know, I deal with the aspects of the psychological aspects of this diabolical disorder, but I also deal with the the fact that I believe it's a spiritual warfare going on and it's about good and bad energies clashing and we need to know what we're dealing with so that we can damage, limitate 
and also remain putting positivity out there in the world and not letting them destroy that part of us that's so essential to humanity. So that's a lot of um, that's a lot of a, an introduction to to the video. So there's just two other things before I get into the video. One is a very big welcome to new subscribers who are here, and I'm seeing subscribers, um, seeing you guys looking at some of the older videos where we ran the Buddy program, and that is still running. So I haven't mentioned it in quite a long time. It's where you leave um, a Buddy request in the comments and your time zone so that if somebody feels like they would like to correspond as a way of supporting each other, they can um, click on that and, you know, give them give you your swap details, basically, so that you can correspond via email and maybe support each other in your journeys. It also helps reinforce your journey if you're further along the way and somebody else is starting off. It reminds you of what you went through and why it's so essential to keep on going in your healing journey. The other thing is just don't forget, um, there's a series coming up on narcissists in the workplace, and I'm doing that with the Trace Face channel, which I fully support. The information there is great. If you don't know about it or haven't checked it out I'm sure most people do please check it out and subscribe to that channel and Trace is also um, doing a retreat which I haven't got around to to being able to establish yet she's doing a retreat in I believe it's Orlando but you can check it out on her channel around the end of May I think the 24th or the 25th of May and she says it's very affordable for anyone that's interested in going or can reach can get to that area at that stage so let's get into the video, guys. I think Remy is giving us a bit of a demonstration on how to clean himself in the back. <laughs> anyway, my little buddy's always with me. So narcissists in relationships will run so many cons on us, guys. So many different manipulations. And all of these manipulations working together you know, conjointly, side by side, are really difficult to not fall victim to because you don't know that there are people that are not like you in the world, that there are two sorts of people. There are narcissists and psychopaths and, you know, further down that spectrum. And then there are people that are normal and empathic and beautiful. The two sides do not look at life in the same way. And a lot of people don't know that. And again, we're discovering it now and it's helping heal and helping people survive. So this is the way it goes. Um, I'm going to get into the what I call the boundary breakdown that narcissists affect on their victims. And I've broken it down to three stages. And just guys, see if you identify with any of these stages. And it might help explain why you feel that you're nearly, you know, boundaryless less at the end of a relationship, that you don't know where you start and the narcissist begins. And where it's necessary to rebuild yourself from the foundations up. So the three stages, let's get into it. Initially, when you meet a narcissist, they will often, you know, present as a victim, as a victim narcissist, and they will set out the criteria for how you are to treat them. So they'll tell you what they've experienced before, and they will praise you to the hilt, you know, for who you are and you'll be falling in love with them. 
And you'll be in a situation where you want to please, you want to help, you want to understand, you know, what they've been through and you want to be the best partner because they're mirroring you and everything looks wonderful and looks great and looks very special. So you want to give this relationship your all. You feel it's what you've been waiting for. And that's the power of the love bomb. So let's take, for instance, the narcissist tells you they were badly abused, you know, by their previous partner. Have we heard that before, guys, or have we not? So one of the things, say, for example, they may say to you is, um, oh, my last partner was so controlling. Now that's a, a, a that was them, but this is what they say to you. Just I'm just taking this as a for instance, so I can explain the boundary breakdown initially when you meet the narcissist. So you want to be the best partner for them. You you're falling in love with them, and you assure them that you know that that was terrible, and you understand that they're recovering from that experience, and you are the opposite of controlling. And you want to show them what a healthy relationship looks like and to assure them that they can trust you. So you do the opposite of being controlling. And, you know, they say they're going out for the night and they're not going to come back. Maybe this is an extreme example till the following. You know, they may not come back till the following morning. They don't want to tell you what time they're coming back because they want to be free. They don't want to be controlled. So here's the thing before you would have kind of gone, no, that's inappropriate behavior. You know, you love me. You tell me what time you're coming back or give me some idea. We make plans for the next day, et cetera, et cetera. So you in your understanding state and because they've told you how to treat them and because you want to show them what a healthy relationship is, you get the picture. You you're your boundary that you previously had has been pushed to the side and the narcissist gets to do exactly what they want to do. And you're left feeling uncomfortable because that boundary gets pushed back further and further and further. And they remind you of this if you do start to reestablish a little boundary and say, actually, you know, you've been going out for the last five nights and you haven't go back till six in the morning. Now, again, it's extreme. So you kind of go, excuse me, um, I'm not happy with that. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's it's making me feel uncomfortable. And they say, you know, I told you my last partner was very controlling. And now look at you. Look at what you're doing. You're doing the exact same thing. You're exactly the same as them. Now, again, that's an extreme example. But guys, you get the picture. The narcissist is obliterating your boundaries and pushing them back and back and back. The second stage is the middle stage of the boundary destruction. And that is kind of we just touched on it in that example. Your boundaries have been pushed and pushed and pushed initially. And you get to the middle stage of the relationship where there's a touch of devaluation going on. And you are again, you know, you've done everything you possibly can. You've stood on your head and you've turned cartwheels. You've jumped over the neighbor's fence five times and they said, can you do it a sixth time? And you've done it. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, so anyway, you, you know, you've done everything you can and the narcissist is is being disrespectful. So, oh pops your boundary again and you kind of say, you know, I just wanted to talk to you. I'm not really happy about that. And again, they 
they'll either critique you for that or remind you of their last partner or say that they're not happy with that and turn it back on you saying you're being this and you're being that and you need to look at yourself and this isn't about me. Or they may give you a little mini discard to bring you under control so that you never set that boundary again. Again, the narcissist is making you more dependent on their approval and validation and telling you that if you dare put up a boundary, you're going to get a punishment. So this is in the devaluation stage. Now, the third stage of the boundary destruction is interesting. It was interesting to me anyway, um, having gone through it a little bit. Um, it's if you're discarded or when the relationship is over, or if you're in a negotiation phase for the relationship to continue having had a breakdown, maybe. What the narcissist will do then is they'll say, look at you. It'll, the focus will all be on you and what you've done wrong. But what they'll say to you is, now, just supposing you have... Um, you have 50 boundaries and they've already obliterated um, 35 boundaries and you have, is that the right calculation? Yeah, you have 15 boundaries left. They're going to sit you down and say, now, Paula, you have 15 boundaries left. And if you think that you're keeping those boundaries and you're getting back, we're getting back into the relationship. You have another thing coming. You have a lot of work to do still on yourself before I would even consider taking you back. So if you think that you can get rid of those last 15 boundaries and be the doormat I always imagined you to be, we can get back together. So that, guys, is my kind of little synopsis of how a narcissist will break your boundaries down. A bit con concise there, but if you can kind of follow the pattern, there's always a reason the narcissist doesn't allow you have a boundary because they don't see you in your own right as a person. They see you as an object. They see you as functional. And if you don't function when they press a button without any hassle, if you don't function well, you are a problem. So boundaries are buttons that don't work for the narcissist. The narcissist wants buttons that work, don't give any hassle and will also allow the narcissist to go off and look at other machines that may be suitable for your replacement. Objects don't have a voice. Objects don't malfunction. Objects do exactly what a narcissist wants them to do. So that's just one part of the narcissistic destruction of the individual and the individual's identity and why it's so important to understand what you have been through and why you feel so all over the place after you've been with a narcissist. You in, intentionally tried your best to facilitate the issues that the narcissist was presenting to you to be the best partner for that person that you saw or were told had been previously unfairly treated.
It works in different ways. It doesn't always go in the victim role, but a narcissist will always buck up against your boundaries and will use a manipulation. I mean, sometimes they can even throw, say, triangulation in there as a punishment or mini discard as a punishment for you to put your boundary fence down and let them go everywhere they want to go with you. So guys, I hope that explained, um, sorry, that aspect of the the narcissist manipulation in relation to how they destruct um, a person's boundaries in a relationship and after a relationship when you're floundering around and you still feel that you're enmeshed with the narcissist and they want to let you lose the, the final part of your own agency, your own self-belief, your own identity in order to come back with them. And at that stage, they will throw you on the the, the dump heap, on the rubbish heap. Once they bring you back with them, obliterate the last little bit of you, they, you will be thrown out at some stage. So always remember they do this to everyone. It's not just to you. If they're with somebody else, they'll be doing it to somebody else. That's all I have to say for today, guys. Um, I hope you enjoy that video. Um, himself and myself are going to go out for a walk now and we will be back with you very soon again. Don't forget to su subscribe the little bell for anyone that doesn't know about it. Touch the little bell. I believe that notifies you whenever a video is posted on this channel. If you want to follow and, you know, follow each video that comes on. Thanks again for your support. It means the world to me. I'm doing what I love to do and it's thanks to you that I'm doing it. Okay. See you soon, guys. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.